Steam locomotives were some of the most powerful machines ever built. They pulled trains that fueled our imagination. They represented vision, collaboration, ingenuity, customer service, and extraordinary human achievement. But in order to get to their destination, it took someone guiding them through a series of switches in order to get to the main line. Just like leaders today, it takes someone directing them down the right path in order to get to their destination. Welcome to Mainline Executive Coaching ACT, which stands for and Cultural Transformation, hosted by Master Certified Intelligent Leadership Executive Coaches, Michael Bailey and Rich Barron. With over 50 years of successful cultural transformation and quantum leadership development between them. Once again, thanks for joining us and enjoy today's show. Here we are. This is Rich and Michael with Mainline Executive Coaching. And we are going to be talking about what are the distinctions and the differences between having an external coach and an internal coach working with your leadership. That's right. That's what we're going to do today. Yes, a very interesting topic. And it's one that's uh, talked about quite a bit, actually. It is because, you know, there's a lot that's going into it. You're going to put some time and money into one of your people. And, uh, we want it to turn out, and we want it to turn out really well. So let's let's start taking a look at this. Here's the pros for having an internal. I'll talk about the, the pros for the internal coach, and you talk about the cons, why that's not such a great idea. Okay, right? because, uh, yeah, I I've, right, got, I, I've got a lot of cons. <laughs> Maybe not so many, but I have a feeling about. I have a feeling you're going to win this debate. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so first off, the pros for having an internal coach are, well, they already know the culture. They already know the people. They already know the company's objectives. So why bring in somebody else who doesn't know? You know, that's a good point, but I think there would be a natural bias towards the organization, especially if you're an employee or maybe even a long-term employee. You may be focused more on the objectives of the organization versus the objectives and abilities of the individual. You would think that would be a good thing then, because it's all about the company, right? I mean, we're here for the company, the organization. So why shouldn't the emphasis be on the organization rather than the individual? Because it's, you know, the organization is something that comes together as a whole from the leadership down. The culture is developed from the leadership down, but leadership ability is not developed around a company. Leadership of is developed around an individual, uh, getting them to, to exercise and develop their own skills and talents to be a leader. And that doesn't necessarily mean skills and talents to understand the SOPs or the KPIs of the organization. It's all about how understanding how to make myself a better leader. Yeah, that's, that's really interesting. But one of the things that we do, we give a survey, the MLEI. And what it does is, is it assesses 
what is that individual's core leadership style and how are they doing in it? You know, maybe they're, they've got a great style, but things may not be going so great. And so if we we take the eye off the ball and we look at the organization more than the individual, that's not going to help the individual. Okay. How about this? The person, the internal coach knows the people already. They're already familiar with the people. So why bring somebody in that's not familiar with the people? Well, you know, that might be good in going out and maybe talking to stakeholders and getting some feedback, maybe, uh, you know, developing a 360 around this person you're working with. However, are they going to really be able to have those hard conversations with a leader in the company? I mean, are they their golfing buddies? Are these people someone that they are really good friends with outside of work and, and don't really have the ability to focus on those hard conversations. It, it really isn't about knowing the people in, in the company because in the end, that's about the leader should know the people in the company. You need to focus directly on the leader, not everybody else around him. You know, he, you're going to get him to understand the people. You're going to get him to be able to influence those around him. But your job as a, as a coach is to influence that person. So what kinds of influence everybody around him? What kind of things is that coach going to be confronting? That external coach is going to be confronting that the internal coach might stay away from, might want to avoid. How about uh, direct conversations with um, you know some of the senior leadership in the organization? Say, for example, that this person has been asked to coach. A senior vice president, or maybe someone at the C level, are they truly going to be able to sit down and have those hard conversations and direct them to where they need to be in the next level? Especially if maybe they're wrapped up in the vision and the mission of the company already and not able to see, you know, through the fog and the haze, if, if you will, to get that person to the next level. That would be difficult. You know, I can think back in my days working, you know, coming up through the ranks and meeting sometimes those people, the, the C-level, and to have those difficult conversations with them would not have been easy at that point. And, and, and if you wanted to keep your job. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know, you're right. What if you said something that they were like, you know, you're out of here. There's no way I'm going to listen to you. But an executive coach from the outside has the ability to have those hard conversations. I was talking to an individual just yesterday who worked for a guy who was a real driver, just a real driver, um, to the point of almost like going over the edge. Just one of those people that unfortunately wants the results, but doesn't necessarily how he gets the results, right? Right. And right. So he can burn through a lot of people. He can be very hard on people and so forth. And, and, and those kind of guys uh, can be, at that level, it doesn't matter whether they are right or not. They are always right. Yeah. They are always right. And if you've got to be that internal coach working with somebody, that that, that guy's always going to win. And that's always then going to get going against the person that you're attempting to, you know, bring out their best leadership skills. So it becomes very, very tricky, very difficult. That's right. Very right. It is. And you, you know, that brings up a good point is some of these things that you talk about as a coach can become not just direction, but maybe in some cases a negotiation. 
And can you truly negotiate with somebody like that when you work for them? And, you know, they're the ones signing your paycheck. It's hard. No, you can't. It, it, it's, really? <laughs> it's, 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 it's impossible. It would probably be impossible, especially if this guy's burning through people and doesn't care who's got in a, a position. He's just throwing meat on the floor. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then that leads to other problems. Well, okay, how about this? Um, the internal coach already understands the standard operating procedures. They already understand the uh, how things get done. You know, there's the things about how you get things done, but then there's really how you get things done in the organization. The external coach doesn't have any idea what that what that's all about. What about that? Let me, let me separate the two for you. Standard operating procedures, KPIs, you know, the internal knowledge and sometimes the tribal knowledge of the company, that becomes this individual's job function. That's that's different than being a leader. You know, they come together, you know, as a manager, but as a, as a leader, it's not about the SOPs. It's not about the KPIs. It's not about the tribal knowledge in the organization. It's about that person individually because really it comes from the inner core. The inner core is who you are that makes you a leader. It's trying to find out who that inner core is. It drives those outer core things that help with those SOPs, that, you know, the communication, the team leadership, name it. But that all comes from the inner core. Now, is, is an internal coach really going to come to this guy and focus on his internal, you know, core and, and trying to get him to that next level? Let's say, for example, that this internal coach came from, say, the, the quality department or from he, he's uh, previously a manufacturing engineer within that organization. And he's brought to be a coach, not necessarily because he has the skills and talents to be there, but because he applied for the position and he might have been the best one qualified in the company. But that doesn't necessarily make him qualified to be an internal coach. He knows the SOPs. He knows the KPIs, which is absolutely vital for the leader to know those. But that is not what makes him a leader. A leader comes from the, from the inner core, from who you are from developing that passion and that core purpose, if you will. That comes from someone who is trained, who's been there, done that, and has ability to see through the fog and haze of the internal workings of an organization. That's, that's a really good way of talking about it, Rich. So most of us look at this outer core stuff in terms of behavior and results. What you're also talking about here with good executive leadership coaching is What's the what's what's the thing that goes on the inside? What's that passion? How does that person really work? You get that right, then the rest of this stuff starts to grow and develop yeah. in a very solid, sustainable way. That's what they're really talking about. Absolutely, it's it's unlocking that potential, and it, that doesn't necessarily mean unlocking the ability to read an SOP. That's a, that's a good distinction. Yeah. That's well said. Okay, well, let's go take a look on the other side of this thing. Pros and cons for an external coach. So, again, we talked about we talked a little bit about they don't know the organization's objectives and so on and so forth. We discussed that. Is there anything else that you'd want to talk about in terms of why the external coach would be better? You know, absolutely. There's a lot of um, pros and cons, perhaps, 
um, about an external coach. But I think there's more pros for an external coach because you're dealing with somebody who actually has not only the talent and the training and the skills, but the actual experience. Most executive coaches you work with have had years of hands-on executive leadership experience, has been through all these things. Let's say for an example, like might be a, a transportation coach. Let's, let's do that. A coach that's used for transportation. And they have, you know, they're designed to convey a person from one metaphorical station to another. That's what an executive coach from the outside is. Taking that person, moving them to the other. And they have that skills. They have the external experience as a leadership. You don't really need to have the internal you know, the SLPs and understanding the internal works of that company, but having that true life experience, I've, I've gone through this, I've done this, this is what will make you successful. So what you're saying is, what I'm understanding you say, there are those skills that leaders have, right? They've got talent, they've got certain things that they're able to bring to it, years of experience and training and so on. So they have a, a toolbox of stuff they do, plus what it is that they bring. That is not the same as somebody who is an executive coach. That's that's different. An right, executive right. coach has a different toolbox, has a different background, has different skills and experiences. Is that what you're saying? Yes, intelligent and emotional leadership skills. That's that's incredibly important, and that's a vast distinction between someone that really is worth their way up through a company to be able to call themselves an internal coach or leadership coach versus someone who is really trained, certified, and with the experience to do it. I think it was you telling me this. I think it was you that was saying that the best coaches in baseball weren't necessarily the best players. Exactly. You know, that that's true. How, you know, most of the coaches that you see, in baseball, I mean, they, they've come up, they've played baseball, and I'm not just, let's just say any sport, okay? They were great athletes, but they weren't necessarily the superstars. They weren't the superstars. They were the ones that were really working hard as an individual, and you may or may not even heard their name that many times, but they were very important to the success of that team. Versus someone who maybe is a superstar or really, you know, you know, lights, you know, shining down on their name, whatever. But it's it really, you know, it really is true. The best coaches are not truly the best athletes. Yeah, it's a different kind of a breed. It really is. Same focus, but just from different perspectives to bring right. out what the best is. Right. Okay, let's just hit one more here. And that's this one. That is, um, well, if I've got my internal person doing this, it's really not going to cost me more money. However, if I bring in an external coach to do that, okay, you know, can be a lot more money here. You know, how do I justify that? What's really and truly the ROI on bringing this outside person in? Well, let, let's let's break that down a little bit. It's it's interesting. You say ROI when when there's a return on investment, and all the studies show, study after study after study, Harvard Review, uh, Inc. Incorporated. You know, a lot of these that show that their average return on investment, the average ROI on external leadership coaching is seven times. 
seven times on executive coaching. Now, that can be broken down a lot of different ways. However, on the internal coach, you're already paying this guy a wage. You can't you can't say, well, there's going to be a return on investment here because, you know, let's face it. Some of these internal coaches might be making very good six figure salaries. So where really is your return on investment there? How do you calculate your return on investment? Now, this internal coach may have worked for the company for several years or be going to be worked there for several years to come. So you really got to take that into account. But that's not where your ROI comes from. Your ROI comes from that leader watch surveys, how your stakeholders view this individual progressing through their leadership, how the culture starts to develop, how, you know, the success of the company overall. Culture is a leadership down exercise. When you develop good leaders, then the culture of the company becomes better. Success becomes better. Company retention, uh, individual retention, uh, customer retention. And, and tell me, is that really part of this internal coach's perspective? Or is her perspective was, I want to be a coach and I'm going to keep my eye on the job board to get to the net, net, next level. <laughs> Seriously, is that is that really their calling or is that a stopping place in their career? That's really a good point. It really is a good point. And so um, when you take a look at the internal versus the external, we really do have the statistics to back up and say there's a huge difference. Absolutely. There's a qualitative and quantitative difference and that as that individual changes, that that leader grows, right? That that has a rippling effect throughout the entire company. It has an effect on other people, other leaders. It has an effect on the employees, the customers, everything, because you've changed something inside the ingredients of what that company is all about. Right, and that's the big payback that comes back again and again. Yeah, you know, and and truly, that internal that internal coach is a nine to five employee for the organization. He's on their payroll, um, name it. He's worked his way up to get to that point or maybe hired to get to be an internal coach. But I'll tell you, executive coaches and the leadership coaches that I know, it's a 24-7 proposition. It's truly a calling and a passion. And, you know, we talked about this before, but there's there's a lot of love involved. There really is a love for for this calling to be a coach. And developing this rapport with this individual to get him to the next level, him or her to the next level. That's, you know, most executive coaches, that's truly what their passion is. They want to help this person. Now, is the nine to five guy, is that truly his passion or is that just his job function? And, you know, those internal coaches, just to be clear about that, they have a place in the organization that they can help people. Right. We're talking about executive coaching, right. which is a different animal. It really is a different animal. It is. It's a very different proposition and training and everything else. It's different. I mean, here's the thing. Um, you know, I know we've talked about this before, but truly you cannot be an executive or leadership coach without those life experiences. You can't step out of a college degree or an MBA program 
that might be training you to be an executive coach or a leadership coach and truly have those life experiences to fall back on. You got the bookwork, you know, you've got all the tests you've taken, you've got everything else, but that truly, that really does not qualify you to be an executive coach. Now, this is my own opinion, but most of the executive coaches I know have several years of executive leadership, hands-on experience and has been through all this before, knows how to get through it, knows how to get you to the next level. All right. You know, and I'm going to, I'm going to focus on you for for a minute, Michael, You, you have a true ability to take these assessments and get these people to really understand it from a gut level, from a heart level. This is really where you're at now versus just someone taking these assessments and reading them back to them and saying, well, it says here, this is what you are. But you got to have that experience, that calling, if you will, and that gift. It's a gift to really get people to that next level and truly understand. And you've got that gift. You're great at that. Oh, thank you. That's very kind of you. It's uh, it's a simple principle. If you want to know, if you, if you if you want to know where to get to, where you want to go, you got to know where you're starting out. And that's one of the great things about the assessments that we do. We have data. We have hard data that we can look at. And as we watch the leader grow and change, they're they're going to be this this data starts to change, and the, and the stakeholders start feeding into that. So there's this really this this um this group of people interesting enough that are working with it and realize they're not to help this leader become the best they can through data and changes in behavior and just getting to know who they fundamentally are. That's a, I'm telling you, that's the biggest thing in the world. Who are you fundamentally? Not be afraid of that, but embrace it and be courageous about going ahead with that. Right. You know, and, and an internal coach, they've known you for a while, maybe perhaps, you know, you've worked in different teams with them, possibly, and they're going to see you from the outside. They're going to see what your communication skills are like. They're going to see what your, uh, you know, your critical thinking skills are like or your team leadership skills. You know, let's, let's name it. They're not going to see who you truly are on the inside. And that's what these initial assessments are designed to do. Get to that inner core. Let's look at that inner core and then we're going to branch out. Now, an outside coach doesn't know all these outside things. They haven't seen you truly at work yet. But that's why they're going to come in and they're going to focus. Let's start at point A, which is the inner core. Let's start there. You know, law number 20 of the 50 laws that John Matone has come up with is absolutely hits it on the head. Prescription without diagnosis is malpractice. It truly is. So if you're looking at this person already and saying, well, you know, his communication skills are bad. You know, why don't you go read this book and your communication skills will improve and that, you know, we've done a great job and I can report to my superiors. We've really done a great coaching session here. It really isn't the point. That's not the case. You, you know, it's you're, you're missing everything before that that would help you get to that next level. It's not about a book. It's not about a PowerPoint. It's not about, you know, a a pamphlet or a handout. This is how you improve your skills. Yeah. 
It's about who you are as a person. That's exactly right. It's not about the skill. It's about what's inside of you. Yeah. It's with that skill that releases that potential and actualizes it. Exactly. It's a completely different deal. You know, and I'm not saying that all internal coaches bad. I'm sure there's a lot of in, in, internal coaches that are phenomenal coaches. Uh, you know, I'm sure they're, they're, they're out there. But I truly feel, and not only that, you know, studies prove it. External coaching is far more effective than internal coaching. Great. All right. Well, thanks for being on this today, folks. We appreciate it. Uh, they want to get a hold of us. Rich, how do they get a hold yes. of us? MainlineLeadersACT at gmail.com. Uh, MainlineLeadersAct at gmail.com. Drop us a note. Tell us what you want to hear. Or RichBaron.IntelligentLeadershipEC.com. That's IntelligentLeadershipEC.com. And you can go on there and uh, get a hold of us there. And don't forget to subscribe. Subscribe to this podcast. This is going to be an ongoing thing, and we're going to talk about a lot of stuff and would love to have some input from all of you. I agree. All right. Till next time, folks. All the best to you. Take care. With all of the issues facing leaders and organizations today, you need executive coaching more than ever. Go to our websites, richbaronexecutivecoaching.com or michaelbailey.com. You can also find us both on LinkedIn. Reach out to us and let's sit down and find out just how bright your future can be with executive coaching. We'd also like to thank all of our supporters in over 60 countries and 600 cities worldwide who have helped to make us one of the top executive coaching podcasts in the world. From Rich Barron and Michael Bailey, this is Mainline Executive Coaching ACT. Thank you and take care.